Welcome to the Pelvic Power Podcast. I'm your host, Penny Peterson. If you live with pelvic pain, you have landed in the exact right space you need to be in. I'm a yoga teacher that helps people get out of their head and into their body through yoga and holistic living so that they can take back their power as well as harness their own inner power to make a change in their life. Here you will learn from myself, other pelvic power experts and advocates on how you can support yourself on your journey and make the journey so much easier. Welcome. Welcome back to another episode of the Pelvic Power Podcast. (laughs) I am so happy that you are here. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for all of the feedback that I have received from the first two episodes. My, My mind is blown away. So thank you. I truly appreciate it. And I was saying that the Pelvic Power Podcast is an unfiltered podcast, but apparently it's also unedited, I heard. So type A personality here, perfectionist when it comes to some things, and apparently I missed some stuff <laughs> editing it out. And when I heard this, so someone told me that, oh, I love how authentic the podcast is. And it's like, sitting there drinking tea with your best friend and that's great feedback and then we're saying that the podcast is so authentic i love that we like you know you're coughing you're drinking water and i'm like wait 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 what back it up back it up a little bit i'm coughing and drinking water shit i forgot to fucking edit that out and then my type a personality comes in and just like oh my god i was mortified but then i realized maybe this shall be a thing now Because anyone who knows me, if you're following me on Instagram, like, you know, this is just the way the cookie crumbles. So there will be water, there will be coughings, (laughs) coughs, but yes, so it is unfiltered, probably unedited, edited, unedited, see, I could almost say it. (laughs) So yes, this is what we get now. Welcome to the Public Power Podcast. Thank you for being here. I am right now sitting here with my tea. I am waiting for my period to arrive. It's supposed, I thought it was supposed to be here yesterday. Maybe it will be here today. We shall see. I just don't want it to be on a Thursday. Today is a Wednesday. Thursday is my longest day and I'm just like, I don't want my period. So I'm like wishing my period for my period to come today. Please and thank you universe. That's all I want. (laughs) So I'm sitting here drinking my tea And I realized how much fun it is to record the podcast. Like, this is just the third episode, but it's just fun. I get, like, excited. So I'm super, super happy to be here with you today. Welcome to our tea time together. (laughs) So today I got a list for you. I got a list. I, if you work with me or if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I like to make things easier, not harder. So many of us, mostly all of us that are listening to this podcast, we live with pelvic pain. And that's a fucking, you know, that's a that's a hurdle and a half or a <laughs> something like that. It's hard. It's hard to live with pelvic pain. And sometimes it feels like it's it's just hard to move forward. But even if I live with pelvic pain, I'm always striving to feel the best that I could possibly feel. Mind you, though, I have bad days, too, where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to just grab my potato chip bag and just lie on the couch in the dark. So 
Trust me, we all have those days. But most of the time, I want to say 97% of the time, I'm striving towards feeling the best way, the best, possibly best that I can. And today I'm giving you a list of things that you can invite in to be more mindful of to make your journey easier. And as always, take what you like, leave the rest. That is all we want. I want you to feel good. I want you to feel the best that you could possibly feel. And I'm just here to guide you and to give you some tips and tricks on what you can do for your body, your pelvis today. So the list, we got eight, nine little dots here that I put down, little, little, we would call that support words in Swedish. Dot points, that's what we call it in English. I got some dot points here for you. Eight to nine of them. So let's dive into it, shall we? Yes. Okay, let's say it's a new day today, because it is a new day. Let's say that you just woke up. What is the first thing that you do in the morning? This is a, this is a trick question. <laughs> what is the absolute first thing that you do in the morning? For some of you, it might be going to the washroom, doing a little pee, brushing your teeth. Maybe it's, you know, turning around, saying good morning to your kid or your partner. Or maybe the first thing that you do in the morning, because I know a lot of people do this, and I have myself been there, and we're moving away from this now. <laughs> the first thing that you may be doing in the morning is picking up your phone. If that's you, that's okay. But maybe we can turn it around a little bit. So we spend a lot of time on our phones, like a lot of time. And imagine if you didn't, what you could do with that time. It's interesting because I have a tracker on my Instagram app. So keep in mind that I'm running an online business. Like my main platform is Instagram and I have a tracker. First of all, I have like, if I've spent more than 10 minutes on the app, it tells me you've been on the app for 10 minutes. Imagine what I could do with that 10 minutes. And then I have an hour set for every day. And trust me when I say that almost every day I go over that hour and that's a whole hour out of a day. I'm just on fucking Instagram. <laughs> what could I be doing with that hour to support myself, my body, my pelvis, my mental health to feel a hell of a lot better? Oh, sorry. I have a little birth there. <laughs> this is definitely the unedited version, the unfiltered version of the Pelvic Power Podcast. <laughs> but yes. So first thing in the morning, looking at your phone bringing in that blue light first thing in the morning, that is not great for your hormones. A lot of us use the phone to like wake ourselves up in the morning because that's what blue light does. It wakes you up. And that's why you shouldn't be on your phone too late in the evening either because it kind of fucks with your circadian rhythm. So waking up first thing in the morning, what I've started to do is that I have a window in my bedroom right above my head. So I open the blind or the curtain first thing in the morning. When I wake up, first thing in the morning, I open the blind and there's it's either like, it's around 7 a.m. Depending on where you live in the world right now, 
It may not be light when you wake up in the morning, but just getting that daylight in first thing in the morning for like five to 10 minutes, that could help tremendously with your hormones, with your mental health, and just lift you up for the day. Invite in that good vibe, that good energy from the daylight, <laughs> from actual real light that is not, you know, artificial light in your face straight away in the morning. And I have a little kitty and she comes in the morning and we do a little cuddle while I'm lying there in the light and just, you know, soaking in the day, trying to feel a little bit better because sometimes it's hard to get out of bed when you're living with pelvic pain or if we're going through things that are really challenging in life, it might feel really, really hard to get up. Just open that curtain. It's such a small little step. Some people might be like, ugh, this is so obvious. Yeah, it may be for you, but for some people, it's not. Because it might be a small, small step, but it can help tremendously with your health. So just open that little curtain in the morning, stay off your phone. I try to not be on my phone for for like, I don't know how long in the morning, as much as I can. I do do my breathwork practices in the morning and I use my phone for that. But besides that, I'm just like trying to leave my phone to the side. So that's first thing. That was point number one, dot point number one. Second thing, and this is something that I often invite my students to do, breathing in the morning. Yeah, Penny, we all breathe. Yeah, but I'm talking about consciously, mindfully breathing, optimizing your breath in the morning. So as you're lying there, you know, soaking up the daylight, just take a couple minutes to just reconnect with your breath. Investigate your breath. Can you breathe in to your belly, into your pelvis, into your pelvic floor? How does it feel? Can you feel your pelvic floor moving with the breath? How's your breath feeling? How's your pelvic floor feeling? How's your pelvis feeling? And even if you're like, I don't have time for this in the morning, is there any way that you can set your alarm two minutes earlier, two minutes earlier in the morning for you to take this time for yourself to breathe, to breathe into your pelvis and just center yourself for the day. Center yourself, connect with your nervous system. And the breath to me is such a powerful tool. Like it's, oh my God, I love the breath. I love focusing on my breath because it really centers me and I know how much the breath helps with my pain. If you're working towards learning that beautiful pelvic floor breathing, because it can be really hard for people living with hypertonic pelvic floor dysfunction or reactive pelvic floor dysfunction because our pelvic floor is always like guarding us, holding us back. But once you start to find that breath, oh, oh, if you've been to my glasses and you felt that you know, lovely pelvic floor breathing, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's like the best feeling ever. Feels so good. So two to five minutes in the morning, you connect with your breath and stare into the daylight. Yay. <laughs> That's such a great way to start your day. Point number three, you're still lying in bed and you're about to get out of bed. How do you get out of bed? Now we're bringing in some more mindfulness here. And I feel like 
oftentimes we're so stressed getting out of bed. I know for me, I always leave my phone in the kitchen because I don't like having my phone in the bedroom. So when my alarm goes off, sometimes I'm just like, oh, what the fuck is happening? And I's like rolling out and like the, the blanket stuck in my leg and then I'm like on the floor and then I'm like crawling. <laughs> If you live with pelvic pain, it's like what, your, your body when you first wake up in the morning, it's gonna be like, what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> so just like start being mindful of how you get out of bed in the morning. How are you? You're connecting with your breath, you're lying on your back perhaps, and then maybe you roll on over to your side, and then maybe you come up to a seat, maybe you reconnect with your breath there as well, and then you come up to a standing position. So just like bring some more body awareness, mindfulness into just like the simple things in life. I'm not saying that you have to be a robot. <laughs> Here I come out of bed, but just like take your time. Like there's, there's no rush because you know, we've all been there. You're stressing out of bed and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my pelvis is like not happy right now because you're stressed. You're starting in that kind of vibe. And I also read this in a book. I think it was by Gabby Bernstein. So when you put your feet on the floor first thing in the morning, what kind of energy are you inviting in? Like, what are you stepping into? You're stepping into a new day. How do you want that day to be? How do you want that day to feel? How do you want to feel throughout that day? It's kind of like that saying that we've all seen on like a bumper sticker or something or a sticker where it says like when the devil says in the morning, oh shit, she's up. Kind of like put your feet down. Here I am. Let's get into this day. Let's start it. This is going to be a great, fantastic fucking day. That's what we want. That kind of vibe. So when you get out of bed in the morning, how do you get out of bed? Number four, let's talk a little bit about posture here. Seated posture. If you, from time to time, have the lovely, as I like to call it, Netflix posture, that's all good. That's all good. But what posture, seated, are you habitually taking? Like, what postures do you find yourself in? For example, when you're driving your car, when you are... Yeah, sitting watching Netflix, when you are working at your desk, when you are drinking coffee with your bestie, when you are drinking tea with the panster. <laughs> how are you sitting right now? And how can you support your pelvis even more? Just like being aware of how you are sitting. Can you find your sit bones? You can move around the pelvis a little bit. And this is also why I like the pelvic health yoga classes because we move around a lot on the floor and this is something that you can do when you're watching TV, for example. If you're sitting on the couch and you're like, you know, in a slouch, slouch position <laughs> and you're just like, oh, my pelvis isn't feeling good, get on the floor. And I know that this is hard for many of us if we're not used to being on the floor, getting off, off, on getting down to the floor and off the floor. It can be really, really hard, but start doing that. It is so important for your health and especially as, you, as we are all getting older and older, we want to be able to get off and on the floor. That doesn't make any sense, but you know where I'm going with this. And then when you're watching TV, take different postures, find a little cross-legged seat, legs out straight, legs out bent, and 
yeah, legs wide, find pillows to place under your bum, you know, just support yourself. Right now, I am sitting on the floor recording this. To be, to be honest, I don't have a desk. That's a goal of mine. <laughs> I'm working towards getting a good desk. We have a really tiny house, but I really want a desk. But whenever I record stuff, when I record my meditations or when I'm doing my podcasting, I sit on the floor. I have a couple pillows under me now, and then I just, I move around as I am recording and just noticing how it feels in my body, in my beautiful body. Dot point number five, still on the posture, posture standing. How are you standing in the grocery store? How are you standing when you're talking to your friend at the gas station that you just saw? And maybe also, <laughs> you saw this person, you're kind of more like, you're not friends, you're more like acquaintances. I think that's the word I'm going for. How are you standing? Is this person making you anxious? Take that powerful posture. Put your feet firmly on the floor. Yeah, feel the length of your spine and the proudness of your entire being. Whew, the yoga teacher in me is coming out now. <laughs> How are you standing when you are chopping your vegetables, when you are brushing your teeth in the morning? And also play around with it. Like, just like you're standing there brushing your teeth, we're coming back to the morning here. So you're brushing your teeth. Can you like spread through the toes a little bit? Help the feet come alive. Feel into the feet. Come up to your toes. Lean back. Shift the weight. How are you feeling as you are standing on the floor? And to me, posture is so much more than just if, if we go see a physio or something like that. We talk about posture. We're brought up thinking about our posture, but in a completely different sense than we're than what we're taught right now in a sense but it's always like oh your posture posture is great to work on for your pelvis for your pelvic health but also to me this is what I'm saying where the yoga teacher in me is coming out what kind of energy are you inviting into the day or into your being how are you representing yourself are you finding that your heart is closed off then maybe your shoulders are slouched forward And just like finding that openness in your body and know that you are absolutely fucking fantastic and you deserve to, you know, stand with purpose, with passion, walk through life that way as well. Because you only got one life and you want to feel good. So yeah, you want to do a good posture to like support your pelvis, but also grab that power you got inside of you and just like run with it, you know, fucking shine that power. You deserve it serve it yes number six your lovely belly (laughs) how are you what's your belly doing right now are you sucking your belly in at this moment when you're listening to this can you let your belly be a little bit let your belly breathe and this is something that we're brought up when we talk about posture growing up Keep your chest open, your belly sucked in. Also, if you're, from what I was taught growing up from grandparents, if you're you're keeping your chest open, you're probably flaring your rib cage. Move that rib cage back a little bit, but still keep your chest open. So your rib cage is stacked on top of your lovely pelvis. And then, yeah, just really focus on that belly. Like, can you let it be a little bit? If you're sucking it in from time to time, like for a picture, totally fine. If that's your vibe, but I'm just like, just let it be, let it go. Like so many of us are taught by our parents, our grandparents that we should always suck our belly in because 
That's what we're supposed to look like. And I'm like, oh my God, we need to get over this. We need to get over this. <laughs> because your belly is beautiful. My belly is beautiful. And trust me, this is still work for me. Like, it is still work for me. So you're definitely not alone. And a lot of my students struggle with this as well. Which is like, like, isn't your belly amazing? Isn't your belly amazing that it could actually move with the breath? Like, next time when you're lying in the morning and you're focused on your breath... Place your hands onto your belly and just like feel, feel the belly move. Like how incredible is your belly actually? It's moving. It's, it's lovely. It's amazing. Just let that belly be. If you're doing yoga, if you're doing, for example, a seated forward fold, cross-legged forward fold, are you out of habit sucking your belly in? Because it's so ingrained into our thinking that our belly isn't good enough. We need to look thinner or whatever it is. Just like try and let that beautiful belly of yours go. Let it go. It needs to be relaxed and be lovely. Yes. Number six. No, we just did number six. <laughs> number seven. We got da -da -da -da, the tailbone. Yes. Also another thing, we're talking a lot about posture today, but this is so important to me. It's important to us. So are you often most of the time tucking your tailbone? Coming from a dancer background, this is what I was taught. This is what I was told from a personal trainer when I had low back pain. Always tuck my tailbone. And I like to think of it this way. So your pelvic floor is attached to your pubic bone, your tailbone, and your two sit bones. And your pelvic floor, so it's like a dome on the bottom. <clears throat> it holds up everything in your pelvic cavity, like all your organs and everything. And it's actually your floor. And if you are tucking your tailbone, what is happening to that floor? You're pushing that floor forward. You're tucking it. And the support that is needed for all of your organs, it is shifted. And also when you're tucking your tailbone, you're shortening your pelvic floor muscles. So just bring it back to neutral. So you can find your neutral pelvis. You can play around with it. Do some hip circles as you are sitting right now. Do some hip circles when you're standing, when you're lying down. Just feel into your pelvis. Where is your neutral pelvis? How does it feel to go from a tucked to an untucked position? If you know cat and cow, this is a great pose for that. You can also do a supine cat and cow where you lie down on the floor and just like play around with it a little bit and see where's my neutral pelvis. If you don't know, that's okay if you don't know. So it takes practice. It takes practice. And also think of it like, as a cat being scared. When a cat is scared, what does it do? It tucks its tail. It, it tucks it, its tail. So yeah, if you're seeing that person at the gas station that you don't really know that well, and that person makes you a little bit anxious, also pay attention to if you start to tuck your tailbone. Because <laughs> like that's one of the things, like tucking your tailbone or like clenching your glutes, sucking your belly in, tension in your shoulders. That's Those are all things that we do when we feel a little bit uncomfortable or we're feeling worried, anxious, whatever that may be. And just bringing more of that awareness in, more mindfulness into your everyday life and what your body's doing from time to time and how your body's responding to emotions that you may be going through. Number eight. And with this, we're going to take a little sip here. 
drink your water drink your water so important to drink your water not just for overall health but when we're looking at the pelvis bladder health bowel health your fascia we need water for our pelvis to feel good and i know that this might sound a little bit but i promise you that i can almost feel when my pelvis needs more water and i know that may not make a lot of sense to some of you but it's like I, my pelvis, you know that scene in Mean Girls? <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this, but that scene in Mean Girls where she's doing like the weather forecast and she's like touching her boobs and she's like, it's a 97% chance there might be rain or something like that. And it's like pouring. That's how I feel when I look at my pelvis. I'm like, there's almost a chance that my pelvis is dehydrated because I am in pain. So... <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that, but that's how I feel when it comes to my pelvis. When it comes to your water intake, don't just like, you know, oh, it's 10 p.m. Fuck, I haven't drunk, uh, drinking, drunken, drunk, drank, haven't had any water today. So I'm just gonna, you know, take a liter and pounce it back. No, drink some water throughout the day. And also when you start the day, coming back to that morning, here comes Frankie. Did you just wake up from your nap? Yeah. So when you wake up first thing in the morning, have some water because you're dehydrated. So when I start my morning, I usually do like a breathwork practice. So I have water before the breathwork practice, practice just a couple of guzzles, do a little breathwork practice, have some more water, and then I might do some yoga. And I have some water as I go through my yoga practice as I do the physical poses. But have some more water, drink some water. So if you haven't had any water today, this is your reminder to have some water because also it's very tasty. And if you don't like drinking water, how can you make it more fun? Can you maybe put some cucumber slices in your water? Have a little jug in the fridge, cucumber slices, lemon slices, make some fun ice cubes with what raspberries and strawberries and peaches in there. You know, make it more fun. Make it a little water mocktail or something like that just to get some more water in your beautiful body because your body needs it your pelvis needs it it's super super duper important and then number nine so the last final little point that i have today if you live with a pelvic pain condition for example i'm going to take my condition so i live with lichen sclerosis and my treatment for my lichen sclerosis is a steroid ointment and this is just also another reminder that you have the power in your hands. So you have the power in your hands. I, <laughs> I know what it's like. I get lazy from time to time. But the thing is that no one's going to slab stereo ointment onto my vulva besides me. I'm the only one <laughs> that can do it, okay? So if I have a treatment... It's up to me to do that, to use that treatment, to support my body, support my pelvis, support my health. Because if you're not using the treatment, like no one else is going to do it for you. So just do what you can to support yourself with the tools that you've got. It is super important. And I feel like we often forget this, that the power is actually in my hands. It's so often that we get into the fact that Oh, nothing's helping, nothing's helping. But what is helping? And am I actually using that to help myself, to support myself? Am I? So think about that. 
What do I know that helped me? Oh, I like private packs for my Volar Pain as well. But do I use them? No, because I'm lazy. Oh, it's so hard to take them out of the freezer and then put them in a little slide and then put them in my underwear. Like, you know, sometimes I'm just like, I just need, just need to get past that a little bit. But with all of these points that I brought you today, with that being said, some of these points may seem very, very obvious to some of you. But if you are in a place where you are struggling right now, maybe that's physically, which is affecting you mentally, because we know that we live with pain. It's not just physically, it can be mentally, emotionally that it's affecting us. Maybe this is a lot of work for you to just think of all these things that you can do for your pelvis. Just like, oh, opening up the blinds in the morning, like maybe that just gives you a little bit like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. Because if you're feeling really, really low, if you're feeling really sad, stressed, if you're going through something that is really big of a struggle for you right now, that might seem like a challenge. So with all of these points that I gave you today, I'm not telling you to start doing them, all of them, by tomorrow. But if you could pick maybe two or three things that you could start to focus on to just invite that in to your life, into your daily routine, just being more mindful. For example, let's say that you choose, oh, I'm going to start drinking more water. I'm going to I'm going to be conscious about my water intake, how much water I drink. That's great. That's a great point. Do that. Focus on that. Or maybe, oh, I want to start working on my breath. That is also a great point. Maybe you start with those two. Like there are there are small things that you can do for yourself that may seem so fucking small, but in the long run, they will help you tremendously. Tremendously. That's what I believe. So just inviting in those small things that you can do for yourself, for your pelvis, for your health, for your overall well-being. Super important. Super important to me. It doesn't have to be like the grand gestures, like the really big things. We don't need a quick fix. We need sustainable habits that will help us move forward to a place where we feel like we're thriving, to a place where we feel like we can be our best self or where we are our best selves. So I hope that you enjoyed this little episode today. And I would love to hear what you thought, what came up for you. So you can always find me on Instagram. That's my little place to be. I'm over on Instagram as at wellbeing.by.penny. That's where you can find me. And I can't wait to see you here for the next episode. I would love to hear what your takeaways are from today's episode. So tell me, what are two things that you are going to be doing? Oh, and I also forgot to ask, what are you working on right now? What are you working on right now when it comes to yourself? your well-being. I have given you some things today that you could work on. Yeah. And what am I working on right now? I guess I'm working on overcoming the whole perfectionist side of myself. I, I need to get beyond that. You know, it's time. I feel like I'm 33 years old. I need to get past that. It's about fucking time. So I guess that's what I'm working on right now. Yeah getting past my little perfectionist side but what are you working on right now towards feeling the best that you could possibly feel have a lovely day and remember to be kind to your lovely pelvis and body